the next thing that we're going to be getting into is how to do these procedures and using custom uh, fields to do that. And we talked about those in the last session. So let's jump into a screen share and I'm going to show you my SANA and we're going to dive into how to set up some of these procedures. Like I said, what you can do as well, guys, is watch this back later and uh, go through and you can copy my custom fields and all that sort of stuff and build your own as well. But the real important thing, like a bit, bit of a background story into like when I started doing procedures, I've, I've said it in previous sessions, but I started doing procedures to get virtual assistants to be able to do things the way I would do them. And for me, trying to get a person who had English as a second language to follow a certain process and, and do it the same way I would really required a very comprehensive step one, step two, step three, step four, and this is how you do it on my part so that I could hand over the task and get someone to do it. And at the time, I think I was paying $6 an hour. So instead of me doing it, I was getting these people to do stuff that I would normally do $6 an hour. I think it's a lot more than that now, but you're still going to get it way less than what you can get someone to do um, as a full-time admin staff. And the good thing about VAs as well is that you're able to, they can work just the hours they work. Um, and that's why I jumped into using VAs initially when I was uh, one or two staff members in. The thing about procedures that we have to remember is they have to be extremely detailed step by step because you want to be able to come back to the processes when someone's not performing the way you wanted them to. So if you at the moment are going, oh, they're not doing it the way I said I wanted them to do it and you feel like you've told them 600 times to do it a certain way and they haven't and they're still not. It's probably lack of processes and procedures and visibility into that and your staff are wondering like why why we can't um, uh, why don't why they don't do it that as good as you want them to do it. So today we're going to be diving into that and I'm just going to share my screen now and show you guys what is up these. Okay. So, I'm just going to drop this down here. Okay, guys. So, what I'm going to show you now is how to set up a project. Uh, and then, I'm going to give you an example of what a workflow would look like in terms of using custom fields to organize it out. So, for instance, what we want to do here is initially create a project. So, we'll go down to wherever you're your business is, sorry, I've got a heap of things here, but you would go and push this next to your team, your business name team, click plus and create a project. I'm just gonna quickly build one so you know what to do. We're gonna build one called the electrician workflow. Uh, and what I reckon recommend you do is you go through and you build an electrician workflow. So that's the way you want your electricians to work throughout their workday. Build yourself an operation management workflow and build yourself an administration workflow. Those three are very important. Um, that's probably what you can build a big business off of. Uh, and then you're going to have, if you ever get salespeople in and all that sort of stuff, you'll be build workflows for those people as well. But at this point, if you're a sole trader or up to 20 staff members, these three pillar workflow projects are going to do you uh, provide you with an amazing amount of value in terms of getting your staff to perform the way you want them to and providing that clarity to your staff because there's nothing worse than when you hire someone and you you sort of expect them to be able to go out and do the job right because they're tradesmen and they're electricians and they've finished their capstone and you expect them to do the job properly from the start but the shit thing is they don't know how to do the job like you and you've come up with all of these cool little ways to get the job done really well productively uh, you've worked out cool little ways to talk to the customer to get more upgrades on site you've worked out all these different little things and you might have learned some of them from the academy but there might be some that you just picked up from other people whatever it is you want to 
integrate all of those things that you learn into this workflow. And then you can look at it and test to measure the workflow. It's the same as any marketing effort. If you go and put money into something, uh, you want to be able to look at the performance of this campaign and go, you know, I've spent $2,000. What's my return on investment? You want to do exactly that with your electrician staff. And if you're not dialing into the performance of your staff and performance of your operations management, performance of your administration team, you're losing a lot of money in loss of productivity. So this is where we get really nitty gritty. We get into the nitty gritty and we make sure that they do it exactly the way you want it done. And that's how, and we do it by building out these workflows. So I'm not going to recreate that. I'm just going to go back to the one I've done. So that you create, you push create, and then it will pop out something like this. It'll be empty though. So the next thing we want to do is add fields. So you should have the upgraded platform for this to work. And then you're going to be able to organize it out just like this. This is just a little demo one I've built. All of my workflows are actually in Word documents in Dropbox. And if I had new staff members starting, I would be integrating it into Asana, which I started using like two years ago. Um, the reason I don't is because there's no point. My staff are fully trained. Um, any new processes that I come up with, I'll put, you know, put into Asana. But if you're starting out, I recommend putting all of your processes in here because for several reasons. One, you're able to easily change them. It's not like going and changing a Word document and then trying to tell your staff that you've changed it. As soon as you change it, it's live for everyone. They can see the change. The other thing is you can comment and talk to your staff members. I might be talking to Kirk here. I can go at Kirk and I can write to Kirk like that and write a little comment to him. Kirk, uh, why didn't you do this in this order? You know, whatever it is, you can, you can do that in there. So that's a really powerful thing. But also your staff can do the same to you. So if they're not liking the process or step number three of your process isn't working for them, they can say, I don't think you've considered, like we've got to go and do this and then we've got to do that in the workflow. And you go, no, I haven't. Thanks so much for letting me know. And you work together on building a wicked workflow for your business. So that's if you've got staff. But if you're a sole trader right now, you might be going, I don't have staff, so there's no point. Totally wrong. Like if, you've, if you're an electrician, sole trader, this is so important that you do this because you want to hold yourself accountable to doing things to the highest level. And the way you do that is by building a procedure in each one of these categories for the way that you like things done. And now is the time to do it because you are the electrician, you are the administration, and you are the operations management. So it's the best time to build your processes for your business because you are doing it. So as you're doing them, build it out, and it's gonna make it so much more valuable to you when you do hire staff because you're gonna be able to drop them in. You've got your processes on how to do things and you're able to really get them to perform at that level really quickly. The other thing is when staff members start with you, they're highly malleable in terms of, even though they might have worked a certain way with the previous business, when they start with you, they're ready to be remolded. They're ready to be told to do it a certain way that they're not used to. So by having this, it makes it really easy for your staff to succeed and it makes them feel empowered and it's a lot of, um, it's, it enables a really great sense of culture and uh, reciprocation and reward within the business as well. So that's why you wanna start building these out as a sole trader or any size business if you haven't got these like this already. So a couple of things that I like to do in terms of your electrician workflows is First of all, build the workflow out. I'll show you right now all of the different categories that you can use. And obviously, you've got to have a think about whether or not these are applicable for you or your business. Now, when it comes to workflows, uh, you're going to have to build a workflow for your electrician. You see just under there that gray box that says workflow electrician. It's going to be a separate custom field. So this will be workflow when you add a workflow, workflow dash electrician that's how i would have built that and then you're going to make sure the field type is a drop down 
And then you're going to go through and add all those ones that I said before. And here they are. So daily, weekly, monthly. So daily expectations for your electricians, weekly expectations for your electricians, and monthly expectations for your electricians. Um, and then you want to have each type of job that you do. Now, it's totally up to you how you build these out. And your business is going to be totally different to someone else's business. But here's an example of how you could do it. So you might have a private work, work like private job workflow. So these are the mums and dads who are a private business. business. Um, so if it is a private job, you do things a certain way. You, you're going to be able to go and say, um, you know, call the client first. When arriving to the job, you want a certain act, a type of action to, to, be, to unfold. Um, but that's going to be completely different to if it's a real estate job where you, you need to call the tenant, not the client. And the way that you speak to the tenant is different. And you don't sell to the client, uh, sorry, to the tenant, you sell to the property manager. So the process for that is different. Then you've got your builder jobs and they come in stages as well. So you're not, to do the, your process for the whole build is gonna be huge. So you wanna break them up into stages as well to make it easy for your staff to follow along whatever stage they're up to and not miss anything. Then you might have like commercial job and then industrial jobs and they may have different processes to the other types of jobs that you've got. So uh, I like to have a three, from daily check-in for your staff. So there's a couple of things. I haven't fully finished this. This is just a demo, um, but you can get an idea of how to build this out. Start of the day, this is this is the way that you want it done in your business. So sync Simpro for my staff, ensure that the schedule is the same from your end of day check. Then it might be check that you have the correct Materials, materials for the job. So the job's coming up today and tomorrow because you want your staff looking not just today but tomorrow as part of their, uh, their check-in because if they're out of the wholesaler, you don't want them to rock up at the wholesaler uh, at lunchtime and pick up all these materials for the job after lunch. And the, there was a job first thing already on their schedule, but they don't have materials for it. And then they go out to the job, you know, after lunch, do the job and realize, oh shit, I don't have the materials for that job in the morning when they could have picked it up at lunchtime. You know what I'm talking about. You're all business owners, but your staff will do shit like that. So what you want to do is make sure that you protect yourself by making sure that you've got all of those things in place, all of those processes, all of the way of doing um, the way that you like it done. And whenever you ever get upset about anything that your electricians have done, or even the way that you're doing it yourself, and you're like, oh, I've got to keep myself accountable to that, this is where you want to put it. So you put it in there and you just make sure that it's there, you make sure that they read it, you ask them to acknowledge that there's been a change by commenting under this workflow. And then they've actually agreed to doing it that way. And you've got accountability now. If they don't do it, it's so easy to come back and just say, did you do it the way I asked you to do it? And they'll say no. So you can see the power of this. You can see why this is so important. And the, way, the more time you spend on this, the bigger an asset this will be for your business. I want you guys also to start thinking, the time I put into these processes is like laying bricks of your house. It's you're building an asset for your business. This is what helps your business become automated. This is what helps your business to become a, a valuable asset, not just a cash churning thing that goes up and down. If you can run your business without you at it, that's what makes it valuable to a buyer. And that's what makes it valuable in terms of the business. So if you are 100% dependent on your, like your business is 100% dependent on you being there, then it's not a valuable asset because if you injure yourself or you get hurt or you can't work for six months or you want to go on a holiday for six months, your business won't run without you. And you, you hear about all these stories where people are like, oh, don't put anyone else in charge because when I went away, 
it all went to shit and stories like that. And the reason that they're having these stories is because they haven't got proper processes and they haven't worked with their staff, you know, step by step to ensure that they fully understand the processes so that you can slowly step away from that type of task or whatever it is. So hopefully it's making sense so far. I'm just gonna check in with Aaron. I've seen him sitting there with a thinking man's face. Aaron, how's it going? Yeah, all good. Awesome, man. How's business, all good? Um, yeah, pretty good, yeah. A little bit slower than usual, but sort of that's how it has gone the past two years because I'm predominantly air conditioning, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still, Quiet. still not working. Yeah, yeah. Make it, make the most of this time, man. Make sure you're setting up your processes, setting up your marketing, setting up all that. Yeah. Get ready for when it peaks again. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm sim pro all going now, so. Legend. Um, oh, that's yeah, again, that up. That's ready. massive, man. Be a big change for you. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's been awesome. Wicked man. And is this making sense so far? I just wanted to check in with you just yeah. to make sure on behalf of everyone. Cool. Awesome. I'm going to dive back yeah, in, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Aaron. So the next thing uh, I want to dive into, guys, is... So, yeah. So have your daily checklist. You want to make sure that you've got that for all of your staff, including yourself. <laughs> what are the things that you expect of that role? in your business so we, we make sure we've got all of those then you might have things like um, weekly requirement you might want to get your staff to clean their van every week or you might want to get your staff to do a certain thing every week uh, this becomes more applicable for administration and ops management electricians really only look a day or header a day or two ahead and that's just because they are a worker um, a working sort of the working class um the electrician would only look like a day or two ahead of their schedule anyway because it's controlled by management management is when you start to get the need to have to look further ahead so you want your admin uh, and your ops management to be looking you know a week ahead a month ahead and then your job as an, a business owner and a director is to look six months to five years ahead you want to be steering the ship you want to make sure that you are on track for your goals so hopefully going back to this first session of this year when you set your goals you want to make sure that you reverse engineer what you want in five years and make sure that you are on track for that and you use your staff to help you achieve that and you also help uh, you also spend the time with your staff to explain to them that this this sort of stuff and following this process that you build helps them succeed long term with their goals so it's really important when you're managing staff that you you are creating a culture that you nurture what they need and their needs and their wants in life a lot of people just drop them in and treat them like slaves when they're making money you work for me you know, you're making money for me, you do as I say, that sort of crap. You don't, you don't create a good positive culture within your business if you work like that. So if you're doing that, you want to change your mindset around because if you really want to get some serious growth and serious uh, commitment into your vision, you need to get your staff to buy in on the vision. And the way you do that is by buying in on their vision buying in on what they want and buying in on what they need in their life and then helping them tying it back in and showing them how by doing this process that we're building here and part of this process hopefully you guys have built if you haven't yet using your shopping list pricing system that to put it into overdrive and turbo it your shopping list pricing system if you just started that and you've got staff you're realizing the, the potential of it right but to put the shopping list pricing system into turbo, we're supercharging it by creating incentivization program around it. And then what we do, we, we put like 10, 20, $30 and uh, on all of our items, shopping list items to give back 
when our staff sell on site. So if they sell on site, they get that money, but we don't chop into our profit margin with that. We just add it to the top. So if our PowerPoint price was 190 bucks and we want to give them 20 bucks if they sell on site, then it's $210 is what we sell it for plus GST. Just showing you that it costs you nothing to give them money because they make the money by selling it on site. The better they are at selling, the better they are at connecting with the customer, the more money they make and the more money you make because you're more productive on site. So when you can build an incentivization program like that and then tie it into, they might say, I want to pay off my home or I want to go on a holiday every two years, which is a big one or anything like that. And you can say, well, by you really pushing on this bonus program, the money will help you get ahead and make sure that you're able to afford that or you're going to pay off your home quicker or whatever it is. And the way we do that when we're, we're talking to our staff and we're finding out what their wants and needs are, is we, we have a one-on-one -on -one conversation about them and you purely talk about them at the very start of the meeting and you ask them about what they want, what they need, what does their future look like, and, and then you say, how can I help you get there? And once you, once they say, you know, you know, they say all the things that they want to achieve, then you can say, well, this incentivization program is going to give you that. Now, not every single person is motivated by money. So what we want to do in that sense is we want to make sure that your staff members, um, if they are motivated by time with their family and they want to make sure that they have more time off, have rest, or they want to go to the gym for a whole day or whatever the shit that they want. We need to, we need to dial in our centralization program to cater for that. So if time is their big thing, we want to trade billable hours. So if you're charging yourself out at 120 bucks an hour, if they made a bonus of, $1,200, then that's 10 hours of bonus time that they, they get. So they've, they've, they've got some time off as a result. Now that billable time is time that they're not at work, but you're getting it back in full. But they can have time off instead of money. So it's not as, it's not as good as money because obviously 1200 bucks would be better than time, but that's something that they want to obviously weigh up themselves but you can give time but you don't want to be giving time and then you don't have enough staff at work to, to make money so that's why you do a direct trade for your billable hours your billable your billable um, charge out rate and that that can work as well and people will buy into that because time's more important than money for them okay so once we dive into this i want to show you another little trick that you can do with your your workflows so first of all you can come in here and i've added a little video in this into this um into this workflow right here but what i'm going to do see how i've got no process yet um for when arriving to the job i'm going to start to build it out now for you so i'll go to number one whoops so number one uh understand your job notes and look at your customer's name so you can greet them using their name at the door. Uh, grab some of the materials for the job and your tools. So you can see I'm building it out, you know, step by step. It's, you know, I'm just rushing through this. What I want you guys to do is do it the way that you do it. The reason I'm not showing you a fully built out one is because every business is different and I want you to do it your way because that's what's going to give you your defining edge as a business and that's what your asset is. So copying this sort of stuff, it's just like building out your shopping list pricing system. You want to do that yourself because that's your asset. When it comes to your processes, that's your asset. I want you guys to be 
put in the time and do that yourself. So I'm just going to quickly show you, once I have built out all of that, this is how easy it is for us to put in a video for your staff so that they can get tonality, they can get like a full video understanding. And if this is an administration task, you want to do like a screen share so you can walk through step by step how to do something. But I've just got my phone right here. I'm just going to do a quick selfie video. I'm just going to go create uh, a video. I'm just going to create a video on my phone. Got video up. Yeah. Just going to go. Hey guys, so when you're arriving on site, the first thing I wanted you to do is check your job notes. Once you've checked your job notes, look for the name of the client. It's really important we use the first name of our clients to connect, start that connection with them. Hopefully before you've gone out, you've done the icebreaker principle, you've understood their name, but when you get to that door, I want you to use their first name. And then secondly, what I want you to do is grab your material, some of the materials for the job, because if you walk in there and you're not really equipped for it, it's going to put you back. You really want to be as productive as possible on the job. So grab some of the materials and look prepared. So when you rock up, you're ready to go and that's going to be a valuable thing to your customer. You can see how I did that, right? Real quick. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going onto my phone, I'm going to my Asana, I'm going to my electrician workflow, loading it up. Then I'm going to go to when arriving on the job and I'm going to click on my photos. I'm going to add that video right there and then it up. And you're going to see it pop up, hopefully in here in a second, once it loads. And then that video is available for your staff using your tonality and your, the business owner. So your staff will start to build a connection as if you're there training them. Like it's as if you're sitting there training them for the first time, but whenever they need to come back and re-listen to a a point or really understand something. It's just like the academy. When you guys need to understand something, you can jump into the academy and you can start to understand a certain concept. And sometimes you need to look back on it three or four or five times. And, um, and that's why it's so important that we have these processes down and you spend the time just putting a little video in with each one of these because it's going to be your personal asset, for your business. And that's what's going to make your business valuable for a buyer or just valuable in general if you need to get a loan or anything like that okay that will load up once it's uploaded to the server i'm on fairly slow internet here i think so that's my problem but it will drop in there and that's that's gonna be all sweet just like it has here for this one the icebreaker principle so it's one thing writing out these points don't just just do um just do video because sometimes it's handy they don't want to watch a video it's you know, they don't have time to watch a video. They just want to quickly go through and check each point and make sure they're doing it right. So make sure you've got that. But I do recommend you write out your process, sitting down, writing it out step by step, and then do your video straight after it. It takes as long as I just took to do it. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to take you long. And just think, every time you've created one, you've just added value to your business. So the more of these you do, the more valuable your business becomes. So make sure you're doing that. So you can see that video is loaded up and then we can watch it back and it'll load up and shitty internet doesn't help, but it's there. So you can see here, we've got step-by-step. Step. It's almost like we go through the categories. Um, I'm going to organize it by the workflow so it's easy to see the different types. And once you've done that, you can actually save the, the layout See how it's unorganized before you can save that layout that it's organized by that custom field by going up there and saving that layout so you can see a private job you know we just go and we build out each one of these points but each one of these points has step-by-step -step process on how to do it that's like everything you need to know about building a process and it's done in such an organized fashion and we like to call these a dynamic process because we can change it so easily whenever we want. So I just want to jump into uh, some of the other 
uh, workflows that we've got, guys. And then you can see uh, the different, and I'm just gonna jump in here, just in case you didn't copy these before, save you going back to them. So I've got the different custom fields I've got for my workflow electrician is daily, weekly, monthly, private job, real estate job, builders. And you can see I've used the same color for as all the builder job, but there's different stages of the builder's job. And then we've got different types. And obviously you've got your own um, categories that you want to organize your workflows for your electricians in. And you might even have something like how to organize your van, and that's a workflow, you know? So whatever it is that you want to organize, you put it in here and it, it says, this is how you do, this is how you do a van clean. You need to make sure you go and um, use your company card to go through one of those jet cleaner things. You go around and you spray it, then pull up a thing, vacuum it, then organize your stock. Whatever it is that you want your staff to do, you put it in here. Okay, so hoping that's making sense, guys. Um, I'd love to have chats with you guys, but I think my internet's a bit laggy, so it's not going to be a very pleasant experience. So, next one I want to go through is the administration workflow. Now, like I said, I haven't worked, I haven't built these out, but things in your administration workflow that you want to do is have a think about all of the different types of tasks that your admin would do. So it might be what to do when you receive a work order, what to do when you receive an invoice from a supplier, what to do when you get an email from a customer through the website, what to do when you're reconciling the bank account in zero, what to do when you're starting a new job in Simpro or your job management system, um, how to set up a quote and schedule it. So all of these things will have to be in here and, and that's what it's gonna be. Now the way we organize it, is by, I'm gonna set it up by workflow. Um, same thing here, so supply emails, it's gonna be an email one. Then I've got private emails, I've just done emails here. I'm just gonna do a few for you guys so it builds it out, I'll show you how quick it is. So create, job, in. creating a job. I'm gonna put that for us, Simpro. Simpro one, uh, creating a quote, scheduling a job, yeah. Um, reconciling bank account, and that's not Simpro, that's zero, so you can see how we're just building out all of the different systems that we use for the administration. So the next thing that we want to do is make sure that we are work order emails. I'm just going to go through and do like scheduling a job. So again, we want to come through and we want to do scheduling a job. So first of all, we would say um, contact the client to see what time and date passes. Suits them before asking about the job. Ask how their day is and try to have a laugh. You know, that sort of stuff. Like we're just trying to build connections with your clients. So whatever it is, again, it's your business, it's your way of doing it, it's your point of difference as an electrical business. This is what we want to do in here. So you build it all out so that there's no steps missed. And I want to just, I want to skip step number two. Let's just pretend that one's not even there. So then second all, so contact clients, see what time suits them. Um, click on the job in Simpro and ask, oh sorry, and push, finish. Job, push, 
and hold on the correct time and drag for the required amount of time as per shopping list pricing system estimates. So that's just an example. The point, point being here that I want to show you guys is if you find out that your staff who are calling and scheduling a job aren't connecting with the client and they're not, they're not starting off this really positive vibe about your business, there's a problem there because you've already gone in to the job with the back on a back foot. When your staff go out and do the shopping, uh, sorry, the icebreaker principle and they're calling ahead trying to build a connection with the staff, then that's going to be a problem. So what we want to do is we find out that, you know, the person that booked in my job wasn't very polite, you know. Um, I felt they were pretty rude. They were straight to the point. Like, you know, you found that out. So it's a problem. You've got this, this complaint that comes through. So, so what we do now is we go, oh, shit. Let's have a look at the process, right? You come over and it says contact clients, see what time and date suits them, click on the job, and then schedule the job, push and hold the correct time. All right, it says nothing about connecting with the customer. So what we want to do is add that in to step number two. And now hopefully your staff moving forward won't will start to understand the importance of connecting with the customer. Um, all right, so hopefully that's all making sense, guys. So I'm just going to run you through the workflow custom field categories that I've got here. So, like I was saying before, when it comes to administration, they're going to be they're going to be thinking of things longer term than your electrician would. So they're going to be thinking daily, weekly, monthly. So it might be a monthly wholesaler bill that they have to make sure they pay. And then also quarterly, there's VAS payments, there's pay to go withholding tax, month, a quarterly crap that they have to do. So then you just organize all of your content by the types of tasks that they're going to be doing. And there's going to be way more than this, guys. This is just a demo. So have a think about it, what you use in your business and all of the different things that you're going to be organizing your content uh, your processes with and make it easy for your staff to succeed okay so hopefully using that electrician workflow again with this scheduling a job one what we want to do for this guys and if you haven't seen it before what you want to do is like if you've got a mac uh you want to go like QuickTime player and then you create a screen so you open up the QuickTime app, you go down to your menu at the bottom, right click on it, start a screen recording, select the whole screen, and then go through, once you've built out this um, workflow, and record the screen recording. It takes you no time at all, because you're doing it anyway. You're gonna be scheduling a job yourself, so just record it, and then the reason we wanna build it out using the step-by-step -step first is so that you don't miss something, nothing worse than um, building a video and it's missed an important point and they get stuck so just make sure you're building out this list first and then do your video after and it's so easy once you put that list out to follow along step by step and then you can refer to it as well you go all right guys step number one is this step number two is that step number three is you know this so that's why we want to build it out like that okay so we're going to be dumping our videos in there as well and you, I, I bet you can already see the power of this, like it's videos, the step-by-step, there's a dynamic ability for them to be able to comment back and say this isn't working because of X, Y, and Z. And you can see the, the, the movement and the progression of this workflow over time. It's, it's really, really powerful. All right, guys, um, just to let you know, uh, today we're not going to be able to fit in a breakout Group. I've got to rush off to another meeting with my accountant. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to shoot off after this uh, last workflow, guys. But um, hopefully, this is action-packed enough that you can go off and, and spend the time to start building these out, at least a template. You know, start building out a few points like this, and then you can build out the descriptive step-by-steps later. 
the best thing to do is just do it as you as you're doing it. So coming over to operations management now, I've got no tasks in here, uh, but I'm going to show you the workflows. And you can see here, just again, if you couldn't follow along the last time, I want to show you again. You click add fields. We're going workflow operations management. It's a drop down field. And then we're going to be building out all of our different options here. And then you can add colors to them as well if you want. And you push create field, it will show up here. And then you can start to organize your content. So, ops management daily, weekly, monthly. And then we've got same thing as your administration task, but they're going to be slightly different tasks. So you might do your operations management, uh, have in your job management system, uh, where an administration wouldn't have how to invoice, you'd have how to invoice. So invoicing a job, our, our office manager and accounts manager do invoice preparation. So we're able to just copy this whole task across when they're ready to do it. But at the start, they might not do it and maybe you just do all of the invoicing. But you can see how this is going to be a Simpro one for us, invoicing a job and, you know, uh, go to completed jobs, organize your jobs by value of estimated hours. So what Simpro does is it, it shows you you can modify the columns in completed jobs and you can have your estimated and actual hours as columns. So then we organize hours by estimated hours, which uh, sorry, actual hours, because that's that's going to be the 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 highest value jobs first that are ready to be invoiced, if that makes sense. So we want to make sure that we're we're invoicing those jobs with higher actual hours first because it's a bigger chunk of money that can come in. Um, and you don't want to miss deadlines for those big ones because you're invoicing little crappy jobs, small value jobs. Um, three, you know, open the job. Ready for invoicing. Check, um, look at the job notes and compare with the original job notes, job description. This is to see if they've got any upgrades and um, making sure that they've got uh, all of the different, um, they've listed that they've got extras and upgrades. When we first started doing upgrades on site, our staff never used to let us know that they got upgrades. So we were like, did you get approval for that? That was a big thing for us. Like, we didn't know if they just went ahead and did the job without telling them about the price. And it wasn't until we fully gave over the pricing to our staff and got them actually pricing jobs and empowered them and tied it back in with the incentivization program that they started listing all of the value adds they got. And our staff actually, when they get upgrades, they submit a, I ordered a report to us saying their winning submission, we call it. And it's in their winning submission, they've got uh, the jobs, um, they've got the jobs address, the, the client's name, the, the description of the upgrades they've got, the total value of the upgrades they've got. So it might be a total of $2,400 in total upgrade value. And then we got the total bonuses that they are owed. Because they've, they've, they've got a big list of like, this is how much the job is, and this is their bonus if, if they upgraded on site, it wasn't part of the job. So they actually submit all that. And we use that data to see how much value have they added to our business as a result of their, the bonuses we're paying out. And we've got a 10 to one return on investment with our bonus system. So if we're paying out a $2,000 bonus, that's $20,000 in extra work we've got as a result of that. It's pretty consistent around 10 to one. 
that's pretty amazing return on investment, eh? And that's all from work that you're not spending any more money getting that work out of them. And the other thing about the incentivization program is that the staff members are already on site and it's the most productive type of work anyway. So the profitability of that extra work that they're doing on site is huge. And not only that, if you don't upgrade while you're on site, it's probably, if it's a private job and it's not a regular customer, you're probably likely not to go back there ever again. So you've lost that opportunity forever. Completely gone. So unless you've got a really good follow-up email system or you've got a really good social presence and you're constantly reminding your clients of who you are and that you're still here for them, which a lot of people don't, then the likelihood is when they need an electrician, they'll just research it and they'll just find whatever electrician they need because it's probably going to be four, five, six, seven years from now anyway. So that's why it's so important that when we're on site, we do everything we possibly can to maximize the value of that job and take the opportunity while it's there because if you don't, you've lost it forever. So hopefully that's uh, that's actually a really good point to end on. I'm just going to run you run you through a couple of the things that you can do. So remember, have your daily requirements for your operations management. Have your weekly requirements for your operations management. Monthly requirements for your operation manager. Um, and again, if this is you at the moment, we want to be setting up your best self. So we're going to be going through and saying, this is how I, if I'm performing at my absolute best, this is what it looks like. And so when you get to the time, if it's, you know, three, four years from now or five years from now, whatever, you've been building and refining this process. It's so easy for you to hand over some of these things to a staff member if you're upgrading from within. Um, so uh, remember to go through, put in step by step and film a video about it. It really doesn't take you long. You saw how quickly I did that with my phone. It might seem a bit uncomfortable to start with, but once you start doing it, because it's what you have to do, it becomes really easy. And the other thing is, when your staff members are constantly checking in on, on these videos and trying to figure out the best way to do it, they, they build a relationship like you guys would have a relationship with me where you, you feel like you know what I'm into, you feel like you know the way that I run my business. That's the same as what your staff would feel towards you and that's why it's so important that you do the videos for them. Whereas if it's just words and numbers, there's no personal connection there between your staff member and you as a, an employer. Um, so I still can have this relationship with my staff back home because they're constantly watching my videos. They're watching to remind themselves. They're seeing me on social, like those sort of things. That it, it keeps that relationship up with my staff members. A lot of businesses will have processes, but all they see is words and numbers and they've got no connection with the boss. It was like me when I worked for my old employer. He, there was no personal connection with him. He popped in like once a month. We hardly ever saw him. I worked for my electrician supervisor. I had a good relationship with him, but no, no relationship with the, the, high end, the top director. And it was part of his downfall when they had to sell everything, you know, and they scaled back from 40 something vans down to two and four staff because they lost a good contract. <laughs> and um, there was no loyalty there towards him. So you can build this loyalty by being there, putting in the effort to build these videos and knowing this is a long-term asset, asset for you that you won't ever have to do again when you do it right. So put in the effort, make sure that you're spending the time to write it out because that will make make sure you don't make mistakes when you go and do the video. And then uh, from there, guys, I think that's a good start for your workflows. Now, what I want you to do though, <coughs> after this session finishes, so we're gonna finish it up now. Um, we're not doing breakout rooms today, but after this session finishes, if you guys wanna send me an example of one of your videos, or if you wanna send me an example of one of your workflows, Go ahead and do it. I want to. I want to check in with you guys. Send me like if you want to screenshot your um, 
your workflow just here and say, Greg, how's this looking? What do you suggest? I'm here for you guys, all right? So make sure that you send it through. Uh, either myself or Kirk will look at it and we'll give you some suggestions about how to improve that. Um, and then I'd love to see your videos. Like, I'm pumped to see how your videos are unfolding. So go and write that um, workflow, create a video, and I'll help you build out your first couple and then you'll be off and running and building an amazingly valuable asset moving forward. So thanks a lot, guys, for joining us today. Hopefully it wasn't too choppy. I have no idea how this is going to play back, but hopefully, was was it all good? Everyone pumped? No one's put their thumbs up. Oh yes, look at the thumbs. So good. All right, awesome. <laughs> awesome guys. Yep. So that's what I want you to do. One before, thing before you go. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Wait. 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 Before you go, guys, I am committed. For the next six months, I really want to make sure that you guys are watching some value in the mastermind. I'm really putting in a heap of effort to get you guys to consume content because the one reason that people leave the academy is they say, I don't find the time to watch it. And it's fucking frustrating because the values in here that's going to create the time for you, you will get the value out of this if you put in the time it's it's beyond it's not 10 times it's like thousand times so if you put in the time to learn the content that we're doing in the masterminds then you're going to get a massive return on your investment and so what i want to do is maximize that return on your investment and what we're going to be doing is i'm going to repost the video into the chat group every day so that it's there every day. And if you can't watch it on Monday, hopefully you can watch it on Tuesday. If you can't watch it on Tuesday, hopefully you can watch it on Wednesday. Then what we're going to do to hold you guys accountable is do a poll. And I want you guys to be saying, yes, I've watched the video. Not, no, I've got too many excuses. And what we're going to do is help motivate you guys or help you get into watching those videos and find out ways that, or find out the reasons why you can't watch them. If you've got excuses, that's good. Please be honest about it and say that you've got excuses because we want to reach out. Ricky will reach out and find out a little bit about it and hopefully get you watching videos on a weekly basis. <coughs> so that's all I wanted to say. Um, thanks again for joining us, guys. I'm going to organise uh, for this video to be put up right away and you can watch back and if, uh, hopefully send me through your first process with your first video as well. All right, guys. Thanks. I commend you guys. Awesome for being here. Thanks so much for joining us live. And um, I'm going to do this only for people. I'm going to take a note of everyone that's here live with us. And I'll do that free uh, check over your processes for you guys because you've joined us live. I want to give, I want to reward you guys for being here live as well. So if you've uh, not been here live with us, unfortunately, uh, I won't have time to look over all of your processes and videos. Um, so next be the, the next one, you know. <laughs> All right, see you guys. Have a good one. Catch you later.